Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Suzanne Ross with us has dedicated her life to the awakening and ascension of humanity through her books, services, television network, radio show, and many events she has hosted, which will include, of course, the Sedona Ascension Retreat, which will be in March, where we have our live stage show that we're looking forward to. She's the founder and producer of SciSpy TV an internet television network that merges science and spirituality. And she also guides spiritual journeys into the Red Rock Vortex sites of Sedona, where she lives, as well as offering psychic readings and energy healing. Suzanne, welcome back to the program. Hi, George. It's so great to be back on Coast to Coast. How are you? Looking forward to this. And looking forward to Sedona. I've never been there before. I'm told it's gorgeous. Really? First time. I've been everywhere in this country, but I've not been to Sedona, so I'm looking forward to this. Oh, wow. You are going to be blown away by the magnificence of these Red Rock formations. And what's the terrain? Is it pretty mountainous? Well, the Red Rocks are, but there is a lot of flat terrain for hiking. But yes, Sedona is made up of these huge, we call them temples, Red Rock temples. And they're just gorgeous and towering in all different shapes and sizes. (laughs) Tom tells me our live event tickets are going through the roof. Yes, yes. We're selling tickets like hotcakes, and we're selling out of the tours and the workshops, and now we're promoting the live stream so that anyone from around the world can tune in and uh, see part of the event. (laughs) That's great. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on on this planet these days. Do you really think we're living in a simulated environment? 
I do. And modern quantum physics fully supports this hypothesis. In fact, the true nature of our reality doesn't make any sense from a materialistic view. All of the mathematical equations fall into place perfectly when you consider it from a digital, virtual view of the reality or equated to a computer simulation. So if we're in a computer simulation or a simulated environment, why do we feel pain? Why do we have emotion? Why do we have these things happen to us? This all has to do with electrical charges in our brain that are firing to make us have that experience of our senses. It's simply bioelectrical feedback in our brain. Who programmed this? <laughs> right? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Now, many quantum physicists are revealing this idea that our reality is being projected from the eighth dimension. And a theoretical physicist, Garrett Lisi, revealed this shape, which is a spherical mandala, in the eighth dimension, which contains all of the elemental particles and fundamental forces of our reality. And now theoretical physicists across the board, through all of their equations and experiments, now are believing that this third-dimensional reality is being projected from the eighth dimension by this E8 crystal, or they call it an E8 lattice, which is being projected into the fourth dimension of time to derive our three-dimensional cubicle reality. And so that would be where our reality is being projected from. Or you could say, if it's like a virtual reality game, where the code writers of this 3D space-time game right. are writing this computer game from. Are we the avatars in this scenario? Yes, we are the avatars. But unlike Sims in a computer-animated reality, of course, we are ensouled. We communicate directly with the source of our creation and with what I call our source selves, who would be the whole perfect and complete blueprint of ourselves, our eternal soul, projecting us, right? So it is us projecting us. I've been reading a lot about artificial intelligence, Suzanne, and how it's coming along and how it's able to do things, take voices, create things. And people are getting scared because they have a feeling artificial intelligence may start developing its own brain. Has it evolved that far where we are the future of what artificial intelligence might have been back in 2023? Well, I think what I was just talking about as far as being insold is where the difference lies. You see, because AI would simply be a database of information. I understand that some people believe that this database of information may at some point become sentient. However, 
there is no soul within an artificial intelligence machine. Right. We ourselves are souls embodied. How can we be souls and bodies if we're digital? So that is just the nature of how we as holographic beings can perceive this version of reality. So we know light is quantized as photons and electricity is quantized as electrons. So everything is made up of quantum bits to create what appears to be forms in our reality, which are actually holographic here in this space-time hologram. But our soul is energy, right? So our soul is embodied within this holographic form. Now we can get into this idea that everything is really just waves of potential until we as the observer collapse it into form, right? But that still goes to everything being quantized bits of energy in a pixelated reality. Do we still have free choice in this scenario? Absolutely. In fact, non-determinism is necessary for this particular virtual reality. So we equate it to a computer simulation, but it's heaven's technology, right? It's not computer technology per se, although there are quantum bits that define our reality. But free will, absolutely. And so from that perspective, you may have your source self, or you may even call it your gamer behind the scenes, your eternal soul, who's projecting all of these holographic fractals of itself into space-time, timelines, and dimensions. But it, the avatars who are projected into any specific timeline can make free will choices as to how it's going to progress in that timeline. Now what you might call your higher self might nudge you to make certain choices that might be better for you with the higher perspective of your higher self, whether you pay any attention to that or not and you make conscious choices or not is up to you as the avatar that has free will to live consciously, intentionally, and evolve, or not. Taking religion out of the equation for a moment, we really don't understand how we're here, why we're here, what we're doing here. So the possibility of something digital or simulated kind of makes a little more sense, doesn't it? It does. And, of course, we know that the deeper meaning and greater purpose of our experiences in space-time is to know thyself through these linear time experiences that have a beginning and an ending, right? The soul is coming to know thyself through these experiences, and I like to say, and to experience love, love of self and other. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Well, with Suzanne Ross, a couple of her books include Rise Up, Awakening Through Revelation, Wake Up, Awakening Through Reflection, which are special workshops and lessons there. Her websites are linked up at coasttocoastam.com. What do scientists and physicists say about some of, let's say, your theories that some other people have espoused it to? One of the ones I find really fascinating is this idea of a digital Big Bang, right? Because we were never able to explain how our universe could have a beginning 
I still Everything I still can't nothing. I still can't get a physicist to give me that answer. I can't. Right? I asked them. I said, "What what started this?" Well, what what's what was before the Big Bang if there was nothing? Well, what's nothing? Well, they can't tell me. Right? However, if it is a virtual reality like a computer simulation, there is a point at which that computer game is booted up. Before it's booted up, there is nothing. There is no time or space for it to exist within. And so if our virtual reality is like a computer simulation, it is simply booted up. And then that game can begin. But, of course, there is a programmer of that game who is essentially writing the code for it and booting it up as a program. Now, who is that programmer? That's the big question. Right. And so, like in the movie The Matrix, who's the architect? Right? Well, it's consciousness. It's source consciousness. And physicists across the board agree now that consciousness is fundamental. And so there's this infinite field of consciousness from within which everything emerges, right? And so it's all consciousness, intelligence, that is creating everything within this field. And so this intelligence has a desire to know thyself in a different way other than just being, and as such projects a space-time hologram within which it can do an experience beyond just being and existing. Does that make sense, George? As well as any physicist hasn't been able to tell me something, it does. <laughs> right? And so they create these kind of computer simulations, which they can then boot up to create a particular space-time game within a particular timeline, or we might call it a spectrum of light. Here we are in the third dimension, and we know there's a particular spectrum of light within which we can perceive our reality. If we go outside of that, we may then move into a different version of reality within the next dimensional spectrum. Now, I believe that these games have a particular time limit, not just the speed of light within it, which would be the speed limit for this game or the data processing limit for this game, but also this, say, 26,000-year game. We know of this 26,000-year timeline, right, with 13,000 years on a descending arc and 13,000 years on an ascending arc to give us that loop of time that people often talk about and what if it's the beginning of the game and the ending of the game and you get to the end of the game say in a golden age of enlightenment mm -hmm. if you mastered the game you can then play the next level of the game or what we might call shift into a higher dimension or we could call that ascension but if you haven't mastered the game you need to go around and play it again a few more times you wouldn't get off that wheel or you wouldn't be able to progress to the next level. You'd stay at that level of the game until you master it. Suzanne, let's bring God back into the equation for a moment. Okay. 
who is God under this kind of scenario? I believe that God is the consciousness behind it all. The consciousness of God is within all things and beings because everything emerges from this infinite field of God consciousness. And so I believe that God consciousness, source consciousness, is all that is, is within all that is, and that we are God. God is experiencing through us as us. All things and beings are intelligent, right? And that's why we can communicate with the intelligence of all things and beings, and that's ultimately where this leads. It's meant to be an empowering perspective, that lets us know that we are conscious beings living in an intelligent universe, and as intelligent conscious beings, we can communicate with all of the other intelligence and consciousness in the universe, have an impact upon it to create desired outcomes that serve the highest good for all, especially when we move into Christ consciousness. We start to stream more with source consciousness, does that answer your question? <laughs> Partially. Partially. You believe in ghosts and spirits like that? Yes. Well, I believe they would be energy trapped in this dimension, energy that wasn't able to fully move into the spirit world for whatever reason. Sometimes they say people who died a traumatic death don't realize that they died and their spirit gets trapped here until someone may be able to move them to the other side, right? So I do believe in ghosts as souls that haven't fully passed over. I myself have experienced ghosts. By the way, did you just bark at me? My dog just barked. <laughs> I'm trying to control them from barking. What, what, kind of, what kind of breed is it? I have two huskies. I have a coyote husky and a husky mix that we got from the shelter. They're adorable. They're great dogs. <laughs> great dogs. The, the ones with the blue eyes are unbelievable. Aren't the they? little one has blue eyes. It's yeah, nice. he's gorgeous. That's something else. Well, if he barks, he barks. Well, he is. He's having a great time. <laughs> Why do we feel pain if this is digital and simulated? Did they program that into us? I believe that suffering serves a great purpose in this third-dimensional reality. The sensations are caused by electrical charges firing in our brain, synapses firing. However, I do believe that suffering and separation were programmed into this third-dimensional version of the game because it serves a great purpose of allowing others to practice compassion, empathy, bringing people together to care for one another. Also, through suffering, we can learn many lessons. And so I believe that suffering was programmed into this reality, also separation, in, as tools and techniques for us to learn from that type of reality. So you see, we might shake our fist at the heavens and say, why? 
you know, why the suffering, especially if a loved one is suffering. But then we see how it pulls at the heartstrings of everyone and allows us to care for one another in a compassionate way. And so I think it allows us to develop these higher traits and that some people come into this reality knowing that that is one way they're going to be serving by suffering and giving others the opportunity to practice compassion. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.